Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com
YouTube songs are stuck in my head. How about you? <laughs> How about you, Jabes? I love it. I love just the nondescript, non sequitur. YouTube songs. YouTube songs for specifically for surfing, um, skateboarding. Dude perfect. Dude perfect. It's just you can any action sports that they have, any action sports channel they yes. have on YouTube, it's the same songs that are, they sound the same, but there's different words and they're, they never go anywhere. Mm-mm. They never reach anything. Yeah. We have a child, a young boy, and he, lo- he likes to watch sur- surfing videos on YouTube and hearing all of those songs back to back for hours and hours and hours. We're almost to the mountaintop. We can see the end. My feet are on the cliff and I am fighting for my freedom. And you're just like, wait, what? Um, they never really go anywhere. Uh, you were singing one earlier. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've, been, uh, I've been into this kind of songwriting for a while. Give, I, the, give the audience a little taste. <laughs> I wrote a song a while ago called Step to the Edge. Sure. Because you're just always, you step to the edge and the mountain is high and the fire is flaming. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, real good. A lot of like, yeah, a lot of, you don't, the melody, not so much. It's more like the words, are you a victim or witness to your life? Yeah. <laughs> You know, just like things that they've heard like yeah. throughout their life and they'll make it like the hardcore chorus. It's almost you like... You reap what you sow yeah, in yeah. the end of the... Ri- uh, down to the river. Went down to the river. Yeah, a lot of a lot of going down to the rivers. A lot of uh, stepping to the edge. Stepping to the edge. Lots of fire going through the flames. Making it through the flames. Yeah. And now I'm here. On the other side. I was a victim and now I'm a witness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's other things. Like, those aren't the only options. There's also, like, are you the perpetrator of your life? Oh, yeah. Are you the, atter- are you the lawyer in- yeah. of your life? Yeah. It's not just witness or victim. I feel like we're flying too close to the sun. Mm-hmm. And I'm a victim of your circumstance. But I'm fighting harder to find the way out. But the way out is closed. I'm so close to the light. The dark's chasing in and I need to explode or I won't fucking win. And you're just like, dude, I are you go are you going somewhere? Are you actually going to win something or change your life or uh, they don't they don't ever give an explanation at the end. I don't like songs without a button at the end where they don't just button it up and just say, "Hey man, uh, well, we like- won. We fought hard." We were under pressure or drug abuse, uh, child abuse, whatever it was. And then we won. We did something about it in the end. Well, typically there's... They never go anywhere. It just goes up and up and up and up. And there's no down. There's a chorus that's like the main point, right? Yeah. And then the verses kind of explain that point. Okay. That's usually how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Um, yeah, In these songs, it's it's just like a bunch of choruses strung together sure if that makes sense no it does uh, so look, like walking through the fire like that should be your main like thing but you're walking right. to the fire to get to the mountain to step to the edge and go down to the river right 
And then at the river, you're going to walk through the river and make it to the other side. And you're going to be a witness or a victim of your life. Sure. And so, and it's just a stream of consciousness about almost making it through but they some never kind make of natural through. disaster. Yeah. I feel like the videos themselves, the people in there make it through and they sure. conquer whatever they're supposed to conquer. But I feel like the singers of the YouTube songs never do. And they, that, that they never make it. That's disheartening to me. They're always stepping to the edge. Well, uh, let's face it. You've got to you've, you've got to step to the edge to conquer your dreams in this life. Before the dragon swoop in. And um, and you and you reap what you sow. Yeah. A lot and, of that, a lot of reaping what and you sow. And a penny saved and, yeah. you know, and a, and a penny saved is yeah. a penny earned in the bush. Yeah. 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 Um, if you don't watch YouTube videos, this conversation makes zero sense to you whatsoever. No, I think if you like metal too, there's there's a but it's not there's, metal. There's an S. That's the that's the difference. So I, it's like it's in between Blink eighty Blink one eighty two and like uh, I don't want to say Smash Mouth because I don't want to demean it either. Smash Mouth, um, I know, but it, it's it's between a Blink One Eighty Two and almost like a Sublime. It's not it's not harder than a Sublime. So you're not going you're not really going into metal, um, but it also feels like no, a, like a punk. like a hard Christian rock, right? Because there's no swearing in it. There's no swearing because it needs to be on YouTube, right? Um, so I almost feel like it's Christian rock where it's you know yeah yeah a lot of for sure. believing in yourself and then Jesus and you know things like that like it's all it all seems like code for talk to Jesus about whatever you're doing yeah like step to the step to the edge I look I don't know like is is Jesus at the edge like that's because now well you'll find out that's what I'm saying when you step to the edge and you look over you're gonna find you're gonna what find you're, out what you're looking for what you're looking for and what you need to take that next step to fly right. over the flames and into the river sure and, and but with that I take mm-hmm. all of those as <laughs> Jesus metaphors sure. so um look either way mm-hmm. uh I I don't think I'm going to make it you know right I know they are but like me as a person if I was just listening to those songs on my own. Mm-hmm. With no visuals next to it. Uh, let's just say they, they popped up on my iPod. My, my whole phone went down, melted, and there was one playlist left. And it was just called YouTube songs. Oh, my God. And I had no visual reference and I was at the gym. I would be frustrated. I feel like I'd be on the treadmill for hours with no results just because I, I don't know the end of what happens. Yeah, to these yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no inspiring like thing. It's more just like a, a very like blue ball situation where you're yes. just like almost getting somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I look, I just want if you're out there and you're a YouTube musician, just give me a fucking ending. Just one of these songs, just give me a fucking ending at the end where either they live or they die. They accomplish their dreams or they don't accomplish their dreams. But either way, I want a resolution to, to what's going on. They learn something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about what you learned. I care about the results. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So just give me results, YouTube singers, of what, what happens to these people and these fictional tales and their hopes and dreams and all that stuff. Like, I, I, I need an answer to it. So just end it with, you know... You won the championship. You fucking did. You know, whatever it is. Uh-huh. I, like, just give me one answer to go to feel safe at night for. Sure. Or maybe they do it on purpose. So we just keep watching the videos. 
Yeah, I, d- I don't know if it's an on purpose thing or if it's just that you know how bright these these skater bros are and I don't know the things that they think about and they really do just regurgitate like sayings that they've heard and you know and they put it to a to a three chord hard beat and yeah. there you go cuz he, here's the 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 weird thing about YouTube that I find is every cable network or whatever you have dish direct tv fucking time warner or 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 the 90th company that bought time warner and all that stuff they now include YouTube on it. So you don't have to use an Apple TV or like a Roku or, or an app, a Fire Stick or anything. It's on there, mm-hmm. um, including ours. And when that happened, they also started just automatically playing videos afterwards. So like if you sit your kid down in front of you know a surfing video and you're like, oh, cool, eight minutes. And then you run past the eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll take you down another whole hallway full of surfing videos or whatever. Yeah. Same with music videos, which music videos is... It's kind of dangerous. Like the surfing one's cool. They're great. It's just beautiful shots of surfing. Ton of GoPro footage. And you're good to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Music videos, though, you can really go down something dark. I remember you and I were recording a show and... We, our child was watching, uh, you know, music videos or whatever. And it was just, we put it on like a band and I think it was like queen, like there's no swearing in it or whatever. Right. And he loves it. Loves. He loves Freddie Mercury and queen, um, which great. I'm glad because Freddie Mercury is a beast and that's the way it should be. What does he call that one song? Um, big disgrace, which big is, disgrace. which is, uh, oh, uh, we, anyway. uh, we will rock you obviously. Yeah, so yeah. sit him down for that in front of the, 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 the Queen Channel sure. is, is what it was was called. Essentially, yeah, yeah, because you can watch the videos and and yeah, all that and it's stuff. supposed to have like fifty plus of like Queen related. We ran over maybe like fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. eighteen minutes, whatever it was. We come down and for whatever reason, Thriller was connected after all the Queen songs. So right, it was look if you everybody's seen the Thriller video at this point, I would imagine in their life. It's scary as shit for a child, and and I was like, oh man, why were these connected? Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't figure out how Queen was connected to Michael Jackson, but uh, exactly. And I definitely remember being scared of Thriller. Oh, when I was a child. Absolutely. Yes. Same, same. So to me, but I, he was fine and continues to sleep in his bed and all of that. But I was like, dude, that one. Yeah, that was haunting for we, sure. We I was at, I was young. I was like a very small child. And uh, I was at a family reunion, which we don't do at all. Um I think it was like once in the history of our family we did one and uh right you're very specific if you do family reunions like every all year the time yeah 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 and uh we were in a basement like the kids were in a basement whatever and like a thriller video popped on and it was just like frightened every child was frightened <laughs> and no, you know nobody had seen it and was just like what the fuck oh, good job yeah yeah, crazy. Glad we got the family together. And you know, there's benefits to these audio shows. We get real loose. Oh, real loose. Real loose. Uh, that a we different... play loose, fast and loose. Yeah. Um, speaking of fast and loose, I want to I, I I talk to you about this Queen thing since I brought it up. Um, oh, what? I saw an interview with Sasha Baron Cohen on Stern the other day. Okay. He was promoting... Um, uh, the show, yeah, that that show on it. Yeah. Um, I forget, I forget the name of the show. Nobody, nobody's watching it. So it no really one's watching it. They're just Anyways. watching clips of it. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, so Howard, he was on Howard Stern. That's what I love about Howard Stern. Like when you're that famous and you're Howard Stern, you ask whatever you want, and and, and you don't give a fuck because the guest isn't going anywhere. There's sometimes, by the way, 
um, for our listeners out there. There's sometimes on Drinking Bros and uh, on Ross Patterson Revolution um, that I I really want to push people and ask some fucked up shit, um, but I can't because I, I I know I'm not famous enough that they'll walk out. Right. Where Stern is at the level, and this is the level I hope to be at someday. Stern is at the level where he asks the questions and fuck off. I'm getting the answers because you're not walking. Because if you walk out on Stern, then you, you're a bitch. You're the guy that walked out on Stern. And you're a fucking bitch. Yeah. So he started pre- pressing him about uh, this Queen movie. Okay. And we told this story on the podcast how um, it was originally supposed to be Sasha Baron Cohen playing uh, Freddie Mercury. And uh, and he was like preparing you guys to the point where he's like going to sing so he's, and everything. Oh yeah, and, and he's, so he said this on the show. He goes, six years. Six years they worked on this or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because he was going to go for it. I, I This was his Oscar movie, in my yes. opinion, I, I think. And he was lost weight. I mean, he put everything into this goddamn thing. And then Howard Stern was like, well, how, how did it fall apart? And he goes, Sasha Baron Cohen was like, well, you know, some of the band had a different idea of how this, this movie was going to go. And he goes, uh, was it, one, was it the, the band itself or somebody in particular? And he was like, ah, somebody in particular. And uh, I guess Stern was like, who was it? Oh my God. Such a like, I don't want to say his name or whatever. And then Stern was like, was it this guy? Was it this mm-hmm, fucking guy? Mm-hmm. And then Sasha Baron Cohen finally opened up and was like, all right. Yeah, it was, it was that What does he guy. care at this point? You know, they completely. You know, the movie's coming out uh, in November. They, they recast with uh, Romney. Mr. Robot. I, Romney I even, Malik. Yeah, I can't get that. I can never get that guy's name right. I just call him Mr. Robot. Um, sure. Who's good. Weird guy. I saw him on a, uh, Stephen Colbert the other night. Super weird guy, but uh, he's a great actor, and I, I like Mr. Robot, and I think he'll be great in this. And uh, I think if you come out now and start trashing it so close to the release date, then it looks like you're just you know sour grapes asshole who... Bitter, yeah. Yeah. But he did go through a lot, so what happened? A lot of times. So he, he goes through this, and he sits down with this guy and, and Queen... And I, I want to say Brian's his name, but I don't know any, I don't I know, know any members of Queen except for Freddie Mercury. Exactly. So and, shut and this the is, fuck up other members of Queen. And this is what Stern said too. So, <laughs> yeah. um, and, and he goes, uh, so he reads this script that Sasha Baron Cohen comes up with. Cause it was, uh, I mean, they were, they were, he was pressing him on what Sasha Baron Cohen was going to do this. He's like, look, Freddie Mercury was fucking wild. And he's like, what kind of wild? And he was like, I'm talking like midgets with Coke trays of cocaine on their head at his party like shit was wild at these parties and he goes i really wanted to tell this story and um uh there's one part in the script uh that, that this guy the, the guitarist or whoever it was and queen was just like i, I like i like this part right here i want, I want to put this part right here he's like which part is that that's where freddie dies and he goes yeah, yeah you know i like whatever it's where freddie dies and he goes oh okay so like you know you want him to die in the middle of the movie um, kind of like a Pulp Fiction thing, and then we're just kind of flashing back, and then right, getting right, to the right. to the the end of it. You know, like that's what you mean. Mm-hmm. And it goes, no, mm-hmm. no. I I like uh, that the band has to struggle to figure out a way to carry on after Freddie dies. What did I tell you? And Fre- and Sasha Baron Cohen was just he was fucking dumbfounded. It was just like ah, the entire band is Freddie Mer- like. No one gives a fuck about the rest of Queen. It's just Freddie Mercury, and and I was I was surprised to hear that. Where I was just like, man, 
Now thinking about it, if that's what this movie is, people are going to be fucking pissed off. Well, I told you that people you are did. pissed off already because it stuff like this has leaked in the industry. So like when you hear like podcasts with people that are like kind of deep in it and have, and are hurt hearing rumblings, right? That's what they're hearing, and I'm sure that story, Sasha Baron Cohen's story, is out in certain circles. So the idea is that if they really did go the direction that made him quit, then people are going to be pissed. I because I'm going to go see it opening night. Look, I I love Freddie Mercury. We 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 have talked about him numerous times on this show. I will go see it opening night. If that's what happens, I'm going to be fucking angry. Pissed. I'll do a show that night. Oh, pissed. after after I get out of the theater. And again, like I told you, they're not really like going into like him being gay or having AIDS. They're just saying that like he got sick and not even behind closed doors. Like they're literally making it like, oh, he gets sick, blah, blah, blah. He's out and we're going to have to carry on. Like how do we as a band like come back from this amazing force, which nobody wants to see that. Like I want to see only Freddie Mercury's story. I don't know. And, And to be honest, I don't know what Queen did after Freddie Mercury died. I don't, I have no idea. It doesn't fucking matter. That's why. Like, it does not matter. They play fairgrounds. Cool. Yeah. You don't have Freddie Mercury. Therefore, I have no interest in, in seeing, seeing you. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, it's kind of like like uh, the Beastie Boys to me. Like, when Adam Yock died, they, they were like, we're, that we're done. The group is over and we're not the doing Beastie this Boys, anymore. And yeah. he yeah. was like a really a big force in that all three band. all three of them were great all three of them i thought were equal and uh, yes i no don't do it without him they could wrap his parts but like that would be shitty so um I, yeah. look i'm i'm happy that they didn't but the other uh, thing with rami malik is like you know he's already the skinny he's lip syncing the whole thing which do what you got to do but the new the the really the thing people are doing now is like you got to sing. You well, got to figure it out. Oh, I know it's Queen. I, no, I know, no, 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 no. I know no, it's Freddie I, I, Mercury. I actually have a, a different story on this. So there, there is a, a lot of the actors want to sing. Uh, it's not necessarily that it's, it's not the actor. So it could be the band itself. Take Ray Charles. That was the big, biggest example was um, Ray Charles. Their family said, look, if you want to play Ray Charles, you All of his songs, what, yeah, yeah, oh. and, and it's gonna be the real songs. And Jamie Foxx was like, "Hey, man, I already sing like Ray, Char- like I already do this yeah. impression, Golden." And they were like, "But the family was adamant that no, you've you've got to play this." So I wonder if Queen said, "Hey, you've got to lip sync this songs." I I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I just hate I, that's just it takes me out of it. Because when you bit, watch, if you but... go back and watch Ray, which is one of my favorite movies, um. The, the the parts where Jamie Foxx is playing Ray, like, you know, singing in a hotel room or coming up riffs or beats or whatever, he's really singing and he really sounds like Ray Charles. And you're mm-hmm. like, fuck, all right, yeah. why didn't they just do that? Yeah. Um, but it was the family that said no. So I don't okay. know. Okay. We'll find out. Uh, shit, man. Again, we, we go hard right off the get go and we got sponsors. People usually do sponsors at the top of a show, but we, we just, Sorry. We, we just chat. Um, let's, let's get to it, shall we? Uh, we'll get to the sponsors. We got a big show. Uh, first and foremost, we're talking about when darkness falls. He doesn't catch it. We are eight days away. Whoa. Eight days away. Eight days away. From the sequel <laughs> to At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed coming out. Um, man, I am, uh, 
You ready for the number? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I'm, I'm about 1,100 copies away for the bestseller list. Eight, Eight days, days away. But, but the week that it know. comes out counts as well. So like, I hope there's people that are waiting for like, hey, you buy it on, you know, because Amazon's delivering it what in 48 hours whatever the fuck it is um but if you pre-order they're delivering it to you on the day all of these pre-orders count towards the bestseller list after the the first week of sales is over it it starts over again and you can't achieve that number anymore so if you have not pre-ordered when darkness falls it doesn't catch it please what do, do. You think Can go to amazon.com go to barnesandnoble.com i hope so um do we just give up now guys no we do not yes I can't work because we're so fucking close. Oh, like, I don't know. God bless it. We're right there. Um, right on the edge of glory. It's like a small number compared to like how many we've sold, but it's like such a big number too. I, I, look, here's the thing. We have a, a shit ton of listeners. If, you, if just everybody, like I've never physically asked you to buy anything on this show. But a lot of people have. Like we have, have to be like 100% props. and I'm like, fucking amped. Like, people it, are it's spending... Been amazing. Yeah, it's twenty. It's twenty bucks. Yeah. Um. Just uh, go go to Amazon. Uh. If you listen to the show, it, look, we have so many listeners. Just buy this copy, and then you'll you'll be good. I'll never fucking bring it up again. And that's the main thing. I think. I think people are actually just going to throw it in the trash. But what they want <laughs> is for you to stop talking about. It. No, it's at the very least you're going to put it somewhere because it's like a gorgeous looking book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Funny cover. Like yeah. you're at least going to put it in your bathroom. It's a great conversation bathroom. starter. Yeah yeah. 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 Put it on the fucking top of the bowl. Dude, I actually see a lot of people. Don't you get a lot of pictures of people with the, the pot pictures of while, while he rides his steed? Oh, at yeah, night yeah, 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 yeah. That's like a Ton. thing, every, I think. Every, I feel like every guy has this in yeah. the bathroom. And like yeah. everybody will tell you to, man, you can go on the, and read the reviews. It, it really is the funniest book ever written. It's just simply for the fact of... You cannot get away with writing shit like this anymore. That yeah. is so non-PC that it's just like, I mean, it would make people's eyes melt. Um, so, look, uh, I want this to go down. It would certainly be a shock to the fucking system. And uh, in the time that we're living in right now, it, it would be great to see. Because, it, it look, comedy's fucking dying and everything else is, you know, People comedically is like dying just because it's everything is so fucking watered down this is not so go out and buy it and uh uh help me achieve it because if this hits the bestseller list then it's it's a, a good fuck you to the world Dude, it's on you guys it's on uh next up free movies give them to you for free i know it's all i want to do uh mm. next up we got black rifle coffee.com they are our chief sponsor for vol of 2018 Look, you're hearing these on, on all your other favorite podcasts now, too. Uh, Joe Rogan, Shapiro, everywhere. The Black Rifle Coffee is taking over the world. I'm telling you, man, when you make a coffee, when you make a product this great, um, and the packaging and the marketing is fucking great, it, it, uh, it, it explodes. And right now, they're exploding. Um, they're, shit, man, sponsoring the UFC. They're sponsoring... Uh, NASCAR, NHL, like they are fucking everywhere. I'm look, we got on on the ground floor uh, with them, and it just happens to me my my best friends, and it's pretty crazy to see this trajectory. Uh, but go to BlackRifleCoffee.com and and support a look a veteran owned company who's uh, truly trying to make a difference in the world and and making great coffee. Their apparel is second to none. Their their mugs, all of it. Uh, use the one time promo code of Revolution for twenty percent off. I would use that on the the Coffee Club of the Month program where they just ship it right to your house. Uh, it'll save you 
time and money from going to Costco or whatever you're doing it. Uh, they've got K-Cups and bags. It's about $4 cheaper than Costco. BlackRifleCoffee.com. Promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. Uh, next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Boom, 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 shabloinkers. Shabloinkers. Just got back from the gymnasium, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be realsies with you. Um, I went hard on the Strike Force. I went so hard on the Strike Force that I didn't even realize I was on the treadmill that long. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of black out sometimes. That shit's legit, man. Uh, Strike Force, it's great for, for pre-workout. Um, uh, it's great for that afternoon crash. Or if you don't, you know, if you don't drink coffee in the morning, fucking throw some Strike Force in your in your drink. It's a tasty tiny little tin pouch. You rip it open and squeeze it into any liquid available. It's great in liquors too, liquors and beers. Uh, fuck, you wouldn't think it, but d- do it. I'm telling you, man, it's great. Uh, they got a ridge. They got orange, grape, and lemon. I got a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop. So you can just boom, boom, pop a couple of squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com right now. And uh, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off, and that's good every time. Next up, we've got a little grill your ass off. Dude, grill your ass off has got some new shit. This company, man. Talk about starting from the bottom. Now we're here. Quick ascent, these fucking guys. Um, quick ascent in the world at grillyourassoff.com. Started off with just seasonings. Um, and, and their seasonings are incredible. Uh, like it's no different than getting like Lowry's or fucking McLaren's or I, I, don't, I don't know who else makes them. McLaren? McLaren's. Montreal steak seasoning. Mm, no, no, that's I have no a car, idea. but yeah. No idea. But uh, their seasonings are amazing. We use them to cook with every single night. They got steak, chicken, pork all that spicy habanero um they're then they started doing beef jerky and their beef jerky is fucking off the chain i'm gassing through that shit uh i just ordered some more sweet and spicy that'll be here on monday oh your boy. welks oh boy uh, but they got a four pack of that it's 100 percent american beef and uh it's got you know cowboy original salt and pepper and then that sweet and spicy in the ridge uh that i like 25 bucks. That's it. They got a subscription to the month club on that. Now they're doing fucking mugs, like beer mugs and pint glasses what? and all that other shit. Yeah. T-shirts. Um, Dang. And their shirts are dope. So they're they're doing it right over there. Grillyourassoff.com. Flip it. Yep. And then. Well, you flip it. And then with the beef jerky, you rip, rip it. it. There you go. Uh, go to grillyourassoff.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 15% off. Yet another veteran-owned company. Last but not least is your fan favorites. Everybody waits for it, Javes. This is, this is the big one. On YouTube, everybody who's subscribing to the YouTube channel, we greatly appreciate it because we're, we're pushing videos. Um, there, is a, there is a gentleman who is giving you a time code for every single you write it. Yeah. Yeah, and he's uh, he's got it narrowed down. What a go gentleman! To the, it's awesome. Go to the YouTube <laughs> channel. It's just Ross Patterson Revolution on YouTube. And oh um, my god, we need more subscribers on there. Uh, but there's there's a guy who is is literally putting the time code for every time you say you like it. So is, I'm going to say his name. His name is Gordon Wagner. It's probably so people can turn it down. <laughs> no, he's so every time he posts the time code on there. He says, you're welcome after it. Um, I love it. It's great. So Gordon Wagner, shout out to you. Uh, Straightrazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. 
You like it? Oh, boy. Oh, do you like it? And that ringtone is out now, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's available. I I just got an email uh, late last night, and it just says, congratulations, your you like it (laughs) ringtone. Um, and it's even oh spelled gosh, like that. So I'm just, so excited. just type in Ross Patterson Revolution on iTunes or Android or whatever, wherever you get ringtones, and uh, just type in "You Rike It." I, There's no way you really, can keep it really as your funny. as your text tone for that long, guys. Oh, but that's see so good. how long you can you can do it. Yeah. See, see how long you can do it before your <laughs> either significant other or anyone else that hangs out with you is like, dude. Yeah. You got. You can't. Uh, we can't do this so anymore. Good. <laughs> So fucking good. Uh, straightrazors.com has been our, our day one homies. Uh, l- love, love straightrazors.com. I look, I use, I use the razors. I use their aftershave every day. I use their cologne every day. Smolder. Um, it is my fucking jam, man. Uh, it's, it's the, the best in the biz. As far as a man, man products, dude, they got shampoo, conditioner, beard oils, mustache waxes, you name it. Go to straightrazors.com. Get a kit. They got fucking kits, dude. Um, it'll be the nicest, uh, shaving kit you probably ever get for, for yourself or a loved one. Go to straightrazors.com, type in the promo code revolution for 20% off. And that's good every time. And that's a big savings there. Um, top of the show, a couple things I want to get into. Um, there's a weird story that popped up, uh, over the last week. I don't know if you know this, but the, the original Brady Bunch house has been for sale. And you know what I'm talking about, right? The Brady Bunch house? Yeah. 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 Um, so it, it's been for sale. And um, late last night, um, the, the house was for sale for $1.885 million. And look, they've kept it. It looks identical. The Where in- is this? Um, LA somewhere? Yeah, it's or in LA. It- okay. That's cool. Uh, I want to try to figure out where that's at. Um, Good enough. That's cheap then if that's in LA. That's what I thought, but it's not in like LA proper. So it's okay, outside okay. of, uh, uh, it's in studio city, it's okay. in studio city. Um, but when you see it, like everybody, like as soon as you say it, it's one of those houses you already you picture. It oh, in your I, mind. You I already can know see it. the staircase. I can see the like, kitchen. you already know. It. Yeah. 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 So people knew this was for sale. Um, and Lance Bass of NSYNC. Oh no. Yeah. was just like, I'm going to fucking buy this. I love that show. It changed my life. Like everybody loves that show. Change to land. Totally. And so he was just like, I'm, I'm in, I'm going to buy this. And he tweeted something out on Friday night saying, Holy shit, I won. And it's awesome. Like I, I, you know, they said I, I was the winning bidder for the house. Mm -hmm. And I just want to let you guys know, I'm buying this to keep it preserved. Cause inside is all the seventies decor, everything it's, it's in pristine condition and nobody's fucked with it. So, um, it is still in the condition of the Brady Bunch house that we know and love. Is it really it pristine is. though? That's what, that's what they said. It's not like musty. Because, well, <laughs> that's what I picture a seventies house to smell like. So if it's a little musty, it's a little oh, musty. Okay. So he, he put a message up saying, I want you to know, I'm not going to change anything. I'm not going to, to tear it down and I'm going to leave it there. And, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to keep it in the condition that it's in. And hopefully people for generations who watch the show can go and visit and enjoy it and everything else. I, I, I know Lance Bass personally. I've been over to his house um, fuck, probably 10, 12 times. Um, What's he's, your degree of separation? All of So I, I did this movie, and on this movie, everyone was friends with Lance Bass. And 
he is like a tried and true Hollywood guy. And everybody said the same thing that he was like the nicest guy in the world. So this uh, one actor who um, I ended up doing, I think two or three movies with was best friends with him. And he was just like, dude, Lance is like the greatest guy on the planet and blah, blah, blah. And um, uh, when we went to go do this other movie, uh, it was at his house. And he had like this, we did this small independent movie. Um, One of his friends was uh, directing and producing it. And Lance has this fucking huge mansion. Like it is massive. And we needed this mansion for the, for the scene for a few days. And Lance is like, just take the house, man. I'm not going to charge you. Like that would have cost production probably 20, $25,000 a a day at at a minimum. A day. Um, And his house is so big and his driveway and, and everything else that's, um, you can fit like 50 cars in it. So you don't have to pay for parking either, which in production, paying for parking is super expensive. And he's just that dude who was just the nicest fucking guy on the planet. Like so generous. I, I literally can't say enough nice things about Lance Bass. And I know that's fucking weird and super out there. Um, but I, I've, and he throws the most epic parties of all time. And they're always a theme. And like he'll he'll of go. Of course they are. No, but he'll go all out with like photographers, fucking sure. zebras, you name it. Like it's sure. it's awesome. Like going to his house for a party is is a, a blast. And um, so when he when I read that it was him buying this and he was going to keep it in the same condition all that shit, it didn't surprise me because he's that dude. Like he's just the nicest dude ever, and he's appreciative of everything that he has and nostalgia and history and everything else. Um, today I woke up to the news that. No, somebody else came in at the last second and uh, allegedly the guy that was selling it, um, uh, five minutes before the deadline, made an offer just shy of $3 million. Um, so um, the, the realtor called and said, due, due to an unforeseen circumstance, another buyer came in and made a higher offer. Uh, and Lance went on social media and said, this is fucking bullshit. I bought this house. And I, 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 I wanted this house. They said I had the winning bid. What, they, what he's claiming is that they use Lance Bass, this realtor, to drive up the price and then go back to other buyers and say, hey, man, mm, look, Lance Bass is going to buy this house. Possibly. What do you want to do? Um, they're not saying who this was yet, but they're saying that the other buyer was a Hollywood studio. Um, and they said, Lance says that he was told the studio had a plan to outbid whoever won, but it was after the fact of this realtor had already said that Lance won. So he feel, he obviously feels that he was used to get the price as high as possible. Mm-hmm. And, and he's super pissed off about it um, mm-hmm. because he wanted that house and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his thing was, he goes, dude, I, I think they'll knock it down. I don't know about that because it's a Hollywood studio and I would have a hard time. I, I would have a hard time believing that a Hollywood studio has the, the time to buy this house to in buy this neighborhood it just and then knock to it tear down. it down. To Doesn't make just sense. Use but it'll par- the... probably be a part of some tour or yeah. you know something else. Or which God forbid they fucking reboot the goddamn thing, which oh, is that'll happen. Not out of the point. question at um, some point because the, they're they're doing that with everything now. Mm-hmm. The the latest was uh, over the weekend was. Uh, Who's the Kelsey Grammer character that he always played? Frazier? Oh, Frazier. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So he said he would be open to reading a script, but it's got to be great. It's got to oh knock God. his socks off. My Bullshit. mom 
would love for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't well, the dad dead? The dad is dead. Yeah. yeah, but I think if if you're doing a reboot and and Frasier is the age that Kelsey Grammer is going to be, you'd assume that his father would be dead. I guess. So uh, it'll be him and Pierce, the brother, right? David Hyde Pierce. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, what's David Hyde Pierce doing? I we had Theater. we had Riley Smith on a couple weeks ago. The weird thing I find about the timing of this is he's uh, Riley was on the show. He's he's on he's doing a show with Kelsey Grammer this fall on Fox. It's basically oh, saying right. basically saying, hey, I, I kind of hope this fails so that we can just reboot Frasier and I can start getting that money. Yeah, again. that real that real Frasier money. Sweet again. sweet scrambled eggs. Yeah, money. Fucking Frasier, man. Sad. Kelsey, you know Kelsey Grammer was the only. Well, he was one of two people in Hollywood that I knew of. Uh, Ryan Cavanaugh, the head of Relativity Media, was the other one who was taking helicopters from Malibu to work every day, and it was on the studio was paying for it. Well, boy, <laughs> wouldn't you? I mean, I would if you could do it. If you could who do it, and get De Niro, away with it. Right? Well, no, only on that one movie. Oh, De Niro okay. did it on that one movie with Pacino. Um, where it was him and Pacino, no one saw it in 50 Cent. Like, Lord, I would do they that. They just paid him a shit ton of money and sold it overseas. Uh, but they were they were flying back and forth with a helicopter to, to uh, um, shit, Connecticut to New York. That's what it was. Yeah, but, well, I mean, again, wouldn't you? And yeah, Connecticut yeah. to New York is just as bad as five miles from Malibu. Do you oh, know what I mean? Oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the same I, amount of you driving. Can't, you can't make that. I'll, 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 I'll go a step further. I don't think you can make that commute every day. Um, you can't. I know that sounds really from, diva. From, uh, from Studio mm -mm, City mm -mm. to Malibu every day. No. I, would, I would guess with traffic, you're probably looking at close to four hours back and forth in the car. Mm -hmm. Dead serious. And again, the miles two is hours there, two not hours there. even. No, the miles is probably 18 miles away, to yeah. be honest with you. That, that's a, that could a be stretch. Even, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's even like 10 or something, 15, 10 or 11. Maybe. But uh, it did happen on one of my sets. You were, you, were, you were there. Shit, range 15. You were there mm. that day. Um, we did the, the helicopter scene with Sean Astin. And Sean Astin is not that guy. So I want to I preface this before I say the story. He's definitely not that guy who's demanding shit like that. No. But we had this helicopter for the day for, for his role. And um, after, because Sean Astin was cut. And so, so, so was the helicopter. So we only had the helicopter for a certain number of hours. And uh, yeah, man, fucking... Uh, Sean Aston was like, "Hey, if you guys are leaving, can I get can a ride? I get a ride? How did he get to set then? Um, we, we we got a car for him. Okay, so you got car we got a service. car service. Yeah. So either way, you were he paying. did a he did it like an Ironman contest in Hawaii the day before we shot, and he was exhausted, and um, he was well, just you like get he cars goes, hey. for those people anyway.' Well, but he he, he not not him because he's he's a nice enough guy. He was just like, "Hey guys, I I severely underestimated how fucking hard these." Things are, I can't move my legs. And, wow. And he was just like, I, I'm, I'm, he was, I, I can't drive there. He's like, would you mind getting me a car? I was like, no, not at all. Um, and when he showed up, I mean, he had blisters and everything. Oh, yeah. And I mean, he was, he was in rough shape after that, sure. that thing. Um, and he took a fucking red eye back from Hawaii to do the movie. Because the, the triathlon thing was in Hawaii. The strongman or, or Ironman would have fucking That guy's off. the real deal for sure. But, but yeah, so anyways, yeah. Uh, I had to move on and go to the next scene because I was directing the movie. And when I moved on, 
I, I just remember looking up in the sky and my AD was just like, that motherfucker, that look motherfucker. at him. And I look up and the helicopter was leaving and there's Sean Astin waving, waving. out the window to the entire Heading cast home. and crew. I laughed for a thousand years oh. at that. Um, now, does that land at his house? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how that works. I don't works. know how it works. There's got to be he lives. a pad for I don't them know. to... I, I don't know where he lives. Although they landed in a field for ours, so yeah. I guess it's possible if you... That's so fucking cool. It was cool. And so, and, and, and <laughs> so Frazier, that, I think Frazier saying that, uh, the show he's on is Fox. Fox is in, um, uh, Culver city. So the Fox studio is in Culver city off Pico. So oh. from Pico, mid Pico from Pico to Malibu, I would say you're still probably looking at an hour in traffic each way. God, but that's so close. Like if you just went like over the hill, to, it's literally right there. So I would say from the Fox studio to where, that Kelsey Grammer's working at now to Malibu, you're probably looking at nine miles tops and, you know, maybe eight. <sighs> maybe eight. I'm telling you, uh, depending on where he lives in Malibu and where that is on Pico. I'm t- right over. And I don't think they're giving Kelsey a, a helicopter this from Fox. This is a Fox. very California conversation. but, but Well, but I, I don't think they give Kelsey a helicopter from Fox to Malibu. It's too short, I think. And uh, uh, Yes, 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 yes. So I think he probably wants that helicopter back and he wants to come back to Frasier. So if they reboot Frasier, if this show tanks yeah. and they reboot Frasier, yeah. you'll know why. My gosh, I think they're gonna reboot Frasier now that you're saying it. I do too. Like it's I a thing that so. I know a couple of older gals that would love it. Well, I, I will say this. Um <laughs> there is a lot of older audience members that have nothing to watch. And every year there's a show that usually services them. I don't know what that show is, but like you take the eighties with like Golden Girls and I, even Frasier was an older audience with that guy. And uh uh, it, they crush, they crush in the ratings because they have nothing else. So when it, you know, a show does come out for that demographic, it, it does, it usually does pretty well. Same with these old men movies where it's just like, you know, Clint Eastwood oh. where they're fucking space <laughs> where it's like heroes, the second chance or like, yeah, at it again. And they only make like one a year and <laughs> yeah. they do well. What was the one with on uh, the road again? Yeah. yeah. What was the one with like, was it like Helen Mirren and she's like, you know, dancing or salsa dancing or something like the Helen. hotel. Oh, the Marigold. <laughs> oh my! And they have a sequel to the Marigold. And That's that, how well it did. Oh yeah, because again, my mom loved it, and she's not alone. It's not she's alone. She's just in a certain demographic. Yeah, and um, and, and that's the thing with those those films is. Uh, there isn't enough of them. So when they do come out, they usually do well. Same with the TV shows. So like, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll bet my sweet tits that uh, Frazier's uh, going to be back. It's complicated. Or what's the one with Jack Nicholson? Oh, yeah. And, and uh, Diane. Uh, Diane Keaton. Keaton, yeah. What was it called? You uh, always used to, you used to fuck with me with that one. Uh, oh, I, you want to just relax and watch a little uh, can't, second can't time it. around or whatever the fuck it's called? Can't Here we go again. I don't know. Stand it. But I have a little bit of a nightmare situation for you. When I, I had a small studio apartment in uh, North Hollywood. Okay. And my internet went out. It was out for like three days. 
So you don't That's have a long time now by out. I mean, maybe a bill or two didn't get sure. Real foggy. Uh, it's it's hazy. I don't really remember <laughs> why, why it happened for that long. But listen, either way, it wasn't my fault. You know what I mean? Either way, it wasn't. Yeah, my of course fault. not. But um, <laughs> I so I didn't I couldn't have Netflix like you literally you think about like I can't you can't watch anything. So I have you have a DVD player because it's back in the day. Right. But the only DVD I had is something that my mom left at my place, which was season three of Frasier. Oof. So that's all you have uh, to watch. That is brutal. Um, to kill someone to get on death row. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I can't take this shit anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need, I need um, better conditions. Yeah. It's enough to like make you go crazy because it's only season three. God. Is there anything worse in this Is world than anything? having to watch Frasier and then only a, a season of it? Only one, only one season. Anyway, yeah. that's my nightmare. How about God? How about you guys? Any real nightmares out there? Yeah. No, my real nightmare is uh, I believe it's the the Blossom theme song. That was my real nightmare. I know about them. I could be be totally wrong on that. I think you are, but I get the gist. Yeah, that's my. That's my. I think you're totally wrong. That's my nightmare. Is the Blossom theme song like on repeat? Or just having to hang out out with Six from Blossom? Just like maybe she got hot. I don't know. I don't think that was going in a hot direction. Really, she was the hot one on that cast. No, it we know what happened what? with uh, six was the hot one on that cast. She was the hot. Yeah, she was the hot one. It wasn't fucking she blossom. Had, like she had like weird uh, purpo- body proportions, like almost like midgetry. Whoa, that's a big call for Dude, you to make. So she so, so <laughs> when you're a younger gal, you can be like, oh, I'm just small. And then when you start getting older, it's like the arms don't grow. But the rest of the body does. Okay. Um, real stubby. I look. I. I. I yeah. Yeah. You know. You. Uh, it frightens you. Can you. It's one of your off, biggest fears. Well, you can pass off as just a small gal until you start getting older. Yeah. Okay. I, look, I. I hear it. So, and are you looking up a picture of six? Right I'm gonna now? try to find a picture of six. Her name is Jennifer Jean Von Oy. And that was her first problem. In Hollywood. Uh, she played six. I did I never knew six's last name was Lemire on Blossom. I don't it does she didn't have a last name on Blossom. Ooh, uh, yeah, I know, but I, it, I know. they did, but I guess. You never you never heard it. Man, I want to see what she looks like now. Ooh. Are you saying now? Yeah, right now. Okay. She's fucking doing all right. She mm. she she's yeah. But is it a full body shot? Because those oh, arms. Man, you're right. Those arms are a little I dwarf. Fucking didn't. You're right. I didn't know this. Isn't Holy it? Shit. How did I not? How did I not remember this? Like a real, sh- like either like super short legs and a long torso. Like something is is off there with with. Yeah, the- yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesse and Ross look at the internet. It's not that. It's no, uh, no. all right. So, so they've got some bathing shoot shots of her, like currently. Okay. okay. And um, first of all, she looks great. Okay. Uh, like super fit, where you're just like Jesus Christ. I mean. They got some bikini shots of her, but you're right. You're right. I never noticed that about the small <laughs> torso and the arm. I, I just think that her torso is really small. Okay. Um, whew, she's Which, a tiny gal. She's a tiny gal. Yeah. But when you're a tiny gal and you have dwarfism type uh, features and, you know, 
body proportions, you're right on the cusp there. But she looks, I, I will say this, she looks great for uh, her age and all, all of this shit, so good, good for her. But, um, man, I did not know that. Yeah. That is really fucking strange. Um, why, why did I not know that she had a tiny torso like that? Because it's, it's very... Tiny torsos it's very creep me subtle. out. It's very subtle. Tiny torsos do creep me out, though. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, there's something I don't trust about it. Um, or somebody with a really long torso. And shorter legs? Yeah. Well, now that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've seen that, that too. A, where you're just like, gorgeous oh. proportion. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I like a, I like a 24, 24, 24. You know what yeah, I mean? Just yeah. a cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love. Uh, and a really long torso. No. Yeah. yeah. All those. All those. Something's uh, up with it. Something's up with it. I don't know. She looks great. Way to go, Six. Proud of you. Yeah, and if you like that kind of, you like a... a so people are into that. You like a subtle dwarfism. That's cool. And yeah. that's like, it's good to know that now. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Of, like, Of course. And it's so fun to find out like new things that you're into. <laughs> <laughs> as a person, you know, as you grow, you go, oh. Yeah. I guess I'm into a short torso. Yeah. I had no, I would not have known. <laughs> Unless I looked up six from Blossom for no reason. I'm definitely not into six now. Um, you uh, you guys heard him. Oh, oh, all right. Looking good. Oh, she looks good. She's looking good. But then I saw like a full body and oh. I, I understand the short torso thing. Okay. And okay. I, how tall is she? Like that's the. I'm going to guess my height, to be honest, actually. Like five or two. Five two, I'll, I'll say. She may be a five footer though. Ah, you nailed it. She's five feet on the dots. Five feet on the dots. So, which probably means she's four eleven, four ten. Which means you're a legal what? Midget. Uh, well, the the legal maximum height for a midget is four eleven. Mm-hmm. So she's she's very very close. Very close, and that's where those those subtle the subtle midget. Sure, tree. Sure. <laughs> sure. Again, we cannot say midget. I'm sorry. Says so she's a country Small. music singer. So, huh? I, I don't know. Cool. I don't know. But Again, she had look. She had, she had some good gigs on here. She did Blossom from 1990 to 1995. It was a lot of seasons. And for she, sure. She did a show called The Parkers on UPN. Um, oh. That went 99 to 2004. Okay. Um, and also said she was born. She was in Born on the Fourth of July. She was in Born in the Fourth of July. Yeah, with oh, uh, Tom Cruise. I thought you were telling me that she was born. No, no, no. Um, okay. What was she? What? I don't know. Uh, but she's had it. Look, she's had a, a great career. She's made a lot of money. I mean, fuck, if you're on 10 seasons of any sitcom, you're good. Like, oh, yeah, you're good. Yeah. And then Blossom is killing it. Boy. I mean, you want to talk, talk about, about being in the money. My God, man. From day one, man. That day fucking, one. And then she, you know, she left to go to school. So it's not like she uh, didn't get acting gigs. She just left. She went to. She said she wanted to go to college and, and go to school, and then to to be able to leave the business for that long, go to school, and I think she got like a master's or like a PhD or something crazy too after that, and then just suddenly come back to acting, and then up, oh, boop, you're on the Big Bang Theory. I mean, my God, the money that those motherfuckers make on the Big Bang Theory would alter your mind. But it, it's weird. Like to I think her, she gets seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a show. To her, she must be like, this is. 
how life is though right like you do a show in the 90s you make a shit ton of money you go to school for a little bit and then you come back and you get back on a show like she must not know the thing of like the struggling anyone right i just man do you know what I mean? That's like, boop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, and then I decided, you know, I had my kids and I raised them and then I decided to come back and then I just got this show. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't see why it's so hard for anyone. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. So it says here that uh, Parsons, Galecki, and my fave, uh, Kaylee Kuakau, mm-hmm. um, I just love saying that name, Kaylee Kuakau, yeah. um, are each at a million an episode, Twenty. they do 24 episodes in a season. Uh, and they're, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Shit. They were signed on for three more seasons. So you're looking at, and this is before residuals, because residuals around the world and everything else, oh holy God. fucking shit. You're looking at just that one contract alone. You're looking at $72 million for three years at a minimum. And then your residuals on that show are probably, you can probably slap another 20, 25 million on top of that. You're looking at friend, the new friends group. How did she have such a hard, pro, like a hard time getting married? I don't understand it. I do not understand did it. Did she have a hard time getting married? Yeah. yeah. Why? Uh, I, there was a lot of breakups and a lot of, I gave it my best, I gave it my best game one time. Um, I, I met her at an audition and we were doing a mix and match for this FX series. And I was like, damn, dude. Kelly Cook out, like back in the day, was super hot. Um, oh, but, I thought you were talking about Blossom. No, 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 not Blossom. Not Blossom. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm segueing to, to a Cook House story. Okay, real sorry. quick. Just trying real to keep quick, because yeah. this, this is rad. Mm-hmm. She, was date, she was like, I'm dating somebody. And it was one of, remember those two really good looking brothers? They were singers. Um, and they were hot Boy. for a little, just a little bit of time. It was like Evan and Jared or something like that. Like, I I forget who it was. And I met him in a separate event and he was really fucking cool. And I was like, oh, you know, whatever. And Mm -hmm. and he was like, oh, no, we we just broke up or whatever. And I was like, oh, what's the deal? He was like, I don't know. A lot of dogs and a lot of rescue dogs and things like that. And I was like, oh, all right. Now it makes sense. But then as the years went on, she got Big Bang Theory, made all this money. I was like, how the fuck is she still single? Like that anybody out there should go for the cash grab of that and be like, great. I'll watch the 900 rescue dogs. Right. Right. Got married and got divorced and I, mm-hmm. I, and she just got remarried. Like Remarried, yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Cr- crazy. Um, with Blossom, though, like fucking A. Yeah. That's, that's just, that type of shit doesn't have, she's, she's making seven fifty an episode. What the, what the fuck? That's probably more than she made on Blossom. Yeah. That, that is insane to me. But in her, in her world, that's how it works. I can't believe that. It is just, it's so hard to find Meanwhile, out. Joey Lawrence is just... Oh, a wax figure of himself well, walking around. He did a a show. What was it with? Uh, was it him and? Yeah, no, he was on something for a second. Yeah, recently, it was like a, actually. But he, and it didn't win. It won a few seasons. Yeah, unless it was like it Melissa was, Joan Hart, maybe mm-hmm. or somebody like that. And Let's, it was okay. It might have just been Melissa and Joey, but I think um, you're right. Yeah, I think <laughs> but, you're right. <clears throat> that did end. Yeah. Ah, but it, but he's still working here and there, and you know he is. He's always doing some some guest hosting shit or whatever. Uh, but like when either way, when your co-stars blossom, do you know what I mean? When your old co-stars blossom, you're still like, gosh, you must be like. Ugh. But here's the and deal, though. Uh, if you look at your career in the long haul, like when Blossom started, it was 1990. The fact that he's still working today, or that anybody from that cast is still working today, 28 years later, is is impressive. Like shit. That's, uh, that's crazy. And, and like we were talking about with Riley on the show, like 
Man, do you know any pilots you do that just don't get picked up? I mean, I've sold five that haven't gone past the pilot. Like, that's how hard it is. Like, Mm -hmm. just getting it past the pilot is fucking hard, let alone the show getting picked up. That's a whole other thing. And then being on a hit show like Blossom or Big Bang Theory, good luck. You'd have a better shot at buying a lottery ticket and winning than than getting on some for Blossom and fucking Big Bang Theory. Yeah. That's nuts, man. Yeah, that's winning the lottery twice. It's crazy to me. Yeah. Um, and the, the fucking, even Galecki, the Galecki kid. Jesus, he was on Roseanne. The Galecki kid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Um, well. I, I met him when, I met him a few times. Funny dude. He's a, he's a really good guy. Poonhound, that guy. Really? Does really well with the ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. We were at a bar one night and uh, I watched him work in person. Okay. Talented. Not not only a talented actor, talented in the in the bar scene. Sure, man, that guy can. I mean, really pick up the ladies. It's he crazy. Can pull some trim. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what his body count is, but I guarantee you it's high. Right. Yeah. To see it in person, I was like, Jesus Christ, I didn't know. Um, <laughs> I think I even said something like, "Man, like I would have figured it would have been the opposite with the Big Bang Theory and whatever." And he goes, "No, no, no. I think it's more because people are expecting less." They're right. expecting you to be like your dorky character. And then when you're not in real oh, life, you're oh, like, they're like, oh, dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're just like, oh, Jackpot. shit. The yeah. other one who does well in real life is uh, Urkel. Um, but he, Urkel in real life is a, is a good looking dude. He's a good looking dude and, and just looks normal. And normal just, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, jacked kind of. Like, yeah. yeah. Same. He pulls too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had a, I had a, 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 a I dinner meeting with him and then we went to a bar afterwards and I was like, man. He does well for himself, too. And I was like, shit. Maybe that's the key to all of this. He played just like a super dork. And then oh, afterwards, yeah. where it's just like, whoa, you are hot. Yeah. Hot to trot. Yep. With money. That's yeah. A, that's a huge one. Well, big one. Real big one. That's probably the biggest one. Is the money. It's the biggest one. I saw a, a meme the other day that was Elon Musk when he was bald back in the day. Remember? Remember no, was he, he was, bald? Oh, clean in the front. Do you know? There's like get out of pictures here. of him. Yeah. There's pictures of him like at his computer where they like to tell his story of him coming up or whatever. Right. And he's full on um, the starting of a bozo ring, but very, very thin in the front. B-ring, huh? Mm-hmm. And it was a picture of that right next to him now, which is like. You know, he looks good. He's got full head of hair. Sure. He's like looking good. And it's just a testament to like, no one is ugly. They're just poor. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like if you really, really want to, and you have a shit ton oh, of money. That's great. That's so great. Cause it's true. <laughs> it's so true. And so sad. Like, you know, he got the Bosley, he got the transplant, he got all the stuff. He got the teeth. He but has some, the for some people, it doesn't, stuff, it doesn't like, take. It doesn't take like LeBron James. It just did not take. He has a lot more than he did. Yeah, but he, it it, it took it took to the point where he doesn't he doesn't have the he's not going to have like a full amazing mane up there, but he definitely can like shave it up and it's a line that he can deal with in the front. Whereas before it was getting pretty far back. No, that yeah. headband was going to go all the way to the back of the. Yeah, the head. It was pushing up there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I yeah. While, while we're on the subject of LeBron here, before we get to the revolutionary figure of the week, um, I want to talk about this this tweet by President Trump. Um, look, I, I dig Trump. I, I think he's doing a pretty good job in office. 
However, I, I don't agree. I wish he would just stop fucking tweeting all, all the way around. Like, uh, I, I read this tweet about he was up Friday night, I believe it was, on Don Lemon watching Don. Like, first of all, to, to, do, do yourself a favor. Don't ever watch Don Lemon. Um, Don Lemon hates yeah. hates you more than life itself. So, like, if you're Trump, stop watching just fucking stop watching Don, Don Lemon. Yeah. And uh, look, granted, LeBron James and, and Don Lemon were on, and they were, he was talking shit about Trump. But, like, LeBron was on there promoting this new school that he opened. Um, uh, I, I don't. Trump's tweet said something to the effect of like, "It's fucking dumb and dumber." The dumbest person on the planet is talking to the other dumbest person on the planet, uh, and I'm a Michael Jordan guy. Uh, not the not the time to do that. Um, not during a week. He said of, something about the school too. Uh, like he didn't it, say he didn't say anything about school. It, it just said during um, unless there was a new one. But oh, okay. Uh, the, the, the tweet that I read didn't say anything about the school. It just said about these two people and. I, it's not the time for that. Like I, right. I understand that LeBron hates you and uh, he's been very vocal about it. Obviously Don Lemon does as well. However, uh, during the week that LeBron James opens a school for children, when your wife is uh, her big push is into education, uh, Melania. Um, yeah. Don't, don't do it. Uh, j- j- just back away from that one. Cause that Don Lemon's on late. I want to say he's on at like 11 at, uh, 11 ish mm-hmm. um, at is, night. Actually. And uh, so, you know, the fact that Trump is up watching CNN on Friday night at 11 o'clock is uh, look, I know he doesn't sleep anyways. I, I heard he only sleeps like three, four hours a night. Right. But, uh, but he was, you know, LeBron was talking about the school on Don Lemon. Correct. So he's hearing about this and decides to respond with, you know, um, interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon, and he made LeBron look smart, which isn't easy to do. Right. I like Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, save it for another time, man. That That's pick and choose your battles. I, you know, I think I think a lot of the things Trump tweets about the media and this this witch hunt with uh, Russia is is real because um, it, it is it, the media is fucking crazy biased. But um uh, know when to fucking hold them and fold them, and th- and that's not the time, man. Uh, if I wish more people, athletes, and we talked about this a couple shows ago, we're, we're doing things like this for the world, where it's just like, man, I, I at this point with the economy going so well, um, fucking the job numbers came in Friday, uh, which has a big influence on the stock market in the world. Not only is this the lowest point, um, of unemployment in, in Black history for Black Americans. This came out on Friday during this jobs report that is the lowest unemployment rate for Latinos in this country in history. Ride the wave of all of the positive things you're doing rather than just following up a great story that day with a shitty one that, that's, that the media can use against you for all this other shit. Like, stay off of Twitter, man. I, I get it with you know some of the investigations and all that stuff, but don't attack a guy on the week that he's opening a school when your wife is about education. And I think... I think, because I, I, I saw this in passing right before we came on to do the show, that Melania tweeted out something saying, I stand with LeBron James and I'm uh, amped that you open this school and I would like to be there and go and visit the school. Mm-hmm. I hope, now I, I'm going to fact check this afterwards because it just happened um, and we decided to go on air and I, I don't think I told you I was going to do this, but uh, uh, I, I hope if that is true, that LeBron James takes her up on it, and it, it would be nice to see people 
reaching out for the good of something else that isn't political mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because schools and in, in school systems in America need all the help they can get. So I hope for this one issue, at least she will go and visit the school. LeBron will be there and you know, great. The, the, the hatred and all that other shit, it can kick right back into gear the next week, but I hope that that actually happens. Um, I'll understand if it doesn't. And, you know, with Trump, it's like I have to like I have to do with many people, actors, producers, whatever is have to separate. Yeah. What they do and what they, you know, are doing or what good they're doing from the person that they are. Same. Because there's no secret that I don't really like him as a person. Right. But it doesn't mean that I'm not going to like see what he's doing for something completely different than that. But the thing is, I, I think Trump is a, you know a pretty good dude. I just think that all of this hatred and all of this shit, uh, is a lot. And it's, you know, fuck man. I, I look, I'm not dealing with this day in and day out. We've had friends that have dealt with this, um, intense media scrutiny just for a few months. And mm-hmm. like, dude, it's, it, it, it buckles you. And, oh, yeah. uh, it, it, I mean, some people lose their fucking mind. I'm not saying Trump's losing their mind by any stretch, but like uh, I, you're losing your mind when you're tweeting it to Don Lemon at 11 o'clock at night. I, there's yeah, no, that's just not. Yeah. I don't know. So let let people if if somebody's doing a good deed, like let that ride out, and then you know, fuck, you want to bash him later, bash him later, bash him during the basketball season. I don't give a like, shit. For example, like Rappaport hates LeBron, right? Right. Hates him. They have like a full on outward whatever. When he opened the school, he was like, fuck yeah, dude. Same. Awesome. Same. I, and I, I actually get, I think I gave the revolutionary figure of the week to LeBron James. For sure. Um, yeah. I'm just saying Rappaport, I think his hatred goes a little, you don't like him, but Rappaport's like got personal like issues with him. Like yeah. Has had run-ins yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, you know, it's a known thing. And even he, he wouldn't say hello to his kids at an event. And, and it started, uh, that's where it started. And then it just kind of spiraled from there. Sure. And they both were like talking shit to each other. And it was just like a whole thing to where he had to go off brand and be like, um, this is awesome. It is. Yeah. Like I can't yeah. say shit about I, and, and it. Same here. Like I, yeah, I look, yeah. I don't like LeBron James. Uh, I don't believe, I, you know, I don't agree with his political beliefs and I don't, I don't necessarily like him as a basketball player. I, I liked Kobe and, and Jordan's games better. Um, but there is no denying his greatness. Um, he's you know, probably the greatest in the player player in the world today. I'm not saying of all time. I still got uh, Jordan one, Kobe two and him three. But uh, when when somebody does something like this that is great, uh, fuck, I, not only do you spotlight it and say, all right, congratulations, and I wish there was more people like that, but my, uh, my other hatred doesn't go as deep as, as that towards people. Like, fuck, if LeBron James wanted to have dinner, not that this would happen, but if he did, I, even though I don't necessarily enjoy it, I'd, I'd go have dinner with a guy. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I get along with everybody in real life. Like, fuck, uh, you know anyone so just to at least hear their viewpoint or hear about their life yeah uh, I, I, i'm not that close-minded that i would ever not do shit like that but uh right. I, and and again you spotlight the good and you spotlight the bad and this is the bad like I, I wish trump would fucking back away from the goddamn twitter because everything else is essentially what i voted for and and uh everything that's getting passed and uh the way the country's headed economically that's what i voted for the other shit though i i i just fucking back away from it man um, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. No. Uh, with that being said, let's get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. Uh, this one's going out to Sherwood Schwartz. That's a hell of a name, isn't it? Boy. <laughs> Born in uh, November 14th, 1916 in Passaic, New Jersey. Um, 
he is the creator of the Brady Bunch. Oh. Yeah. Um, and this is, uh, this is what I find fascinating, too. He also created Gilligan's Island. Why is that fascinating? Two wildly different shows. <laughs> Not that different. Yeah. Come on. No, it wasn't. Dopey-ass Gilligan stuck on an island. A ship crashes on an island. And then a divorced family with six kids gets together and fucking lives in a house. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty different to me. Okay. Not to you, huh? No, I mean all the different personalities that were coming together <laughs> on Gilligan. The professor. Marianne. Marianne. Ginger. I'm just thinking of the song. Ginger, um, yeah. There was one. Oh, the cap- captain? The captain. The, ca- the captain. There was a captain, uh, the fatter, yeah, 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 the fatter yeah. guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. the captain in Gilligan. Yeah. And um, then it was Professor Marianne and That Ginger. is really drastically different than Brady Bunch. And you couldn't have spotlighted it more um, than well, that. Well, I just think their interpersonal relationships and the things that they had to go through and stuff was kind of the same. <laughs> um, you know, you can kind of plug plug different uh, plug storylines in both. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, but anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and he also did the Adventures in Babysitting soundtrack. So, Soundtrack? Yeah. This guy was super talented. Did the soundtrack for The Running Man? Jesus Christ, man. Oh, my gosh. Dead, right? You have to be. He was born in 1916, unless he's 102 today, Jabes. Come on. I don't on. know. Put him on a Smuckers. He, did, he, Smuckers. Died, he died, died in 2011. Put him on a Smuckers. That's yeah. I on co- a jar? The Today Show, they put people oh, that yeah, are 100 yeah, 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 on yeah. the Smucker's yeah. jar. No, he's dead. Which is a depressing thing. He died in 2011. And uh, IMDb did him zero favors with this, with this picture of him. I'm sure which was. Is it in his last year or something? Eh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> was it the it's day before? The day before he I'm, died? Yeah, I'm not going to get into it. Um, oh, no. Either who, man. You created two of the most iconic shows of all time that are still playing to this day. I mean, these are, fuck man, close to 50 years ago. And, uh, um, a gay guy in some studio are still fighting over your set, bud. Yeah. I mean, that's how, and, uh, that's how much of a dent you made in pop culture. Good so, for you. Good for you. Sherwood Schwartz. Um, <laughs> weird show. I have a lot, I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be looking up Six's torso after this. <laughs> Including you later. Yeah. Because you just figured out what you were into. Uh, gross. Oh, you found that button, didn't you? <laughs> For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.